Are you my podcast? 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 Sarah Colonna Wednesday night uh with a little bit of a special after party if I do say so myself. You do say so yourself, and I say so myself, too. Um, hello, Mary Radzinski, my mare bear. Um, yeah, that w- I thought it was fun. You never know what they're going to end was, up using, and <sighs> I had a lot of fun on it. I was happy with it, and I was happier with my outfit than I was the, t- you know, the last time. Oh, my God. You looked so beautiful, so chic. I just love I just I listen I've been watching after party anyway but when you're on it I'm just I'm glued glued to the tube it was you were so funny and also they seem really cool Stasha and Justin I love they were both great uh I enjoyed talking to them both and um I obviously wanted to be like are you guys all like what's going on but they can't tell me anything um but Stasha's just gorgeous in person. Justin was super sweet. And, you know, it was fun. It was fun. I'm And I'm doing it next week, by the way, everybody. I'm going to be on it again next week as well. Ugh. I don't know. Somehow the, the, the cards lined up that I got to do, too. So um, I'll be on next week. So be sure and tu- uh, tune in for next week, too. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see what you're wearing next week. Oh God, who knows? And then Mary obviously is coming up on a future episode. We don't, we just don't know. They tell us kind of like last minute. So, um, not, you know what I mean? So she will, when we know when Mary's is, is going to be on, we'll, we'll tell you guys too what episode yeah. she does. And yeah, what, who knows what you're going to wear anyway. Shout her, shout her from the rooftops. I know. Don't bring that up. It gives me cramps to think about what I'm going to wear. But anyway, go ahead. Uh, well, we are here. It is Married at First Sight Wednesday. We have a lot to get into per use. Mm. <sighs> and before we get into it, let's just remind you guys that we are doing bonus content for Married at First Sight on our Patreon now. So please join us there. We also do Sunday episodes that are not Married at First Sight related, and we have so much fun. Join our are you my podcast Instagram page to keep up with just all the wackiness and uh, <laughs> join our Facebook group. Are you my podcast where there is a lively, lively bunch of Meredith first sight fans, fans of a lot of other stuff. We do a thread on Wednesday nights. We have a nice time. It is a, a rocking and a rolling place to be. And it's, it's, it's busy. I love it. I, it's, it's a lot. It is a lot because I'll tell you what, if I don't keep up on it, I got to, Settle right in, but I, I look forward to it. Yeah, it's fun. Um, so join us on all the things. Rate, review, and subscribe, and let's get into tonight's episode, because a lot happened. <sighs> Where do you even want to start? I mean, honestly, the, it, it, anywhere. Do you have any thoughts or prayers? <laughs> all right, no. You know what? This might be this. Okay, I'm going to start with Morgan and Ben. Okay. How do you, what do you think about that? Sounds great. Uh, They went to mermaid school. So this, so they're really, if their relationship wasn't doomed before, it's doomed doomed now. (laughs) Me watching fucking mermaids in the pool. I mean, I want to ask you if John was like, hey, Sarah, I have a surprise for you. And then that's what it was. What would, would it be a no thank you? Or would you go along with it and just like pretend that you were having a nice time? 
I mean, if he was really into it and took me and and he wasn't pulling a prank on me, I guess I would go through with it and then I would say, "Oh, hey, I made you an appointment with with a with a doctor because <laughs> I have someone to talk you, this shit just, out." Yeah, yeah. cuz you need to get checked out because I don't know why you thought that that would be a fun. I mean, it's they said <laughs> They said something about focusing on intimacy. There was no intimacy. You're wearing mermaid tails no. in a in a pool. Uh, I, I mean, they seem to have a nice time, but I could have done without all of it. It was a lot. She made him wear the hot pink one. There was a hot mm-hmm. pink mermaid bottom and a green. It reminded. It was like an episode of fucking Double Dare on Nickelodeon. It made me angry. I I zoned out because I it felt a little. A little silly, a little dumb. Felt, to me. Yeah, it was pretty dumb, and I felt mm-hmm. that perhaps it was Morgan's revenge on him for something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, we're gonna go, we're gonna go to this uh, beekeeper farm, or yeah, like she just wants him to fucking. Well, that's I don't know. She's not loving him. I don't feel it. Speaking of. So they get the gift baskets from the experts or whatever that have the questions. Everyone asked, have they ever been in love? And he had said no, right? And kind of talked about, then he got deeper into it. But when she (laughs) talked about her last relationship, (gasps) I was so uncomfortable for both of them. And (laughs) I thought, well, this is the problem. She's still in love with her ex. I mean, Sarah, no effing joke. I mean, that I've never seen Morgan has glowed one time this season and probably ever in her life. And it was while she was talking about her ex tonight. It, it was she she said, oh, God, we were just, you know, my last relationship. We just showed up for each other every single day. And we really had each other's back. And God. Oh, one time he got so drunk and he was like, I'd fight every person on the planet for you. And and I just. And, and Ben is just like, yeah, no, that's yeah, that's great. That's definitely love. And um, it, actually, he was totally listening and, and and not making fun of her the way I am now. And I'm not even making fun of her. I just felt like a lot came through in that one moment that made me go, OK, so. oh. Well, in what did she say? I can't find the where I wrote it right down. Right person, like, wrong time. Yes, yeah. So it wasn't mm-hmm. even like it ended poorly. Um, I, I think, I think, I'd like to meet this fella. To be honest, um, I do sounds too. like a gem. And you know, Ben responded the only way anyone in that position could be like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, sounds like a keeper. You know, like I'm <laughs> yeah. surprised he's like, let's give him a call, see if we can't patch that up for you. Like it's it was yeah, fucking it's a, bananas. It's a different time now, so maybe if he's the right person, you should go talk oh. to him because I'm obviously look. I I think it's great. A lot of the stuff that went on between them, them trying to talk, I thought he really opened up about talking about the relationship he had in college and that they were good for a couple years. And then, I mean, when he listed off and then my grandma passed and my best friend died in a car accident. My dad had a heart attack and I just went, Jesus. And that he basically retreated in his life and that just sort of fizzled out the relationship, which makes sense when you go through a lot. Sometimes you realize that either the person 
with you can't handle it or doesn't want to, or it just, it's too much for you, right? To, yeah, to your take priorities care of someone else. take over, right? Yeah. And, and then it was, I, when he opened up after he was t- saying all that, and just the way he talked about, um, the honeymoon fight and he, I mean, the ownership and that he said it was his insecurities because of this, that he projected onto her and that growing up in his Asian community, he felt like he was and never was enough. He was supposed to be a doctor in the eyes of his family and father. And I just thought he gave her a really heartfelt apology and she seemed to appreciate it and hear him, but eh, I still don't feel okay about them. See, I felt that <laughs> I and I I feel as if I'm al- I'm going to be alone on this. I definitely think I'm going to be alone no. on this because I thought when he opened up and it was re- it, 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 and explaining that even saying, "Hey, my own relationship with my dad wasn't so great." So, when I kind of judged you, I was basically projecting my shit onto you, right? And he said, "I don't right. hold my dad responsible. He came here with very little and did what he could, but there was obviously a, a he feels like a failure in his dad's eyes or something um, or insecurities. I, I mean, I'm summing it up, but he said a lot. And yeah. I felt like she couldn't give a shit. <laughs> oh, I no, I agree. She did, did you not. Really? Well, no, okay. I, well, the only part. No, I absolutely agree because he like he put it all out there. I mean, I feel like he probably had to practice in the mirror or something like he really was prepared to share a lot. And it, it he looked like she a person said, that hasn't done that too often. Like he was comf- he was very uncomfortable, right. but he was saying it. And he, he, he was like, I've got something fucking figured out. I'm going to tell her about it. And she was like, cool. Oh, no, no, no. And I, I agree with you 100%. When I said that she seemed to appreciate it, I meant just like the the apology. Like she was kind of like, oh, thank you for saying that. I really appreciate that, you know, it, she doesn't give a shit about his life and the struggles he's had or the whys behind it at all. I was so uncomfortable with how that conversation ended. It's like, it, first, first of all, she needs to get the fuck over everything and move on. But they connected apparently enough for them to do a bro handshake, a fist bump of sort, where then they tickled each other's balls with the, their fingers. <laughs> Wait, it I was, didn't even, did she initiate it or did him? Because she was complaining about the bro stuff at the end of this episode. No. So it was, it, there was no words about this particular thing. And I think they both just, it was a very natural thing that after their conversation, they sort of just went in for a, a bit of a hand gesture that like you, like you're leaving a good baseball game or some, I don't fucking know, but it was very uncomfortable to me. It's just so, it's so hard to watch them anymore because even Ugh. when he does open up like that and she's, and I like her, I do. I just feel that she's so done with him that even him, bearing his soul. She's just like, yeah, whatever. I mean, when they talked about it later too, after he made her Korean barbecue and brought it Which up more. looked really good, by the way. It did. I mean, I'll call him Korean barbecue poppy if he wants me to. That made oh me laugh. Oh my God. It's the first time I heard poppy and I wasn't upset about it. But it's, it's almost like he got back into going, maybe I didn't get it all out earlier. And so I made you all this dinner and, and I have these martinis and all this stuff for you after you come home from work and which sounds great. She seemed to appreciate it. That was good. Um, but, and then he, he goes further into it and starts talking about how he grew up and they went to these 
um, he was the only Asian kid in the neighborhoods, basically, and that he had a lot of racist things thrown at him. And basically his way to handle it was to just be nice. Right. I'm, I'm sort of jumping around. Yeah, so I'm summing it be, up. Totally. That, that's why he's a people pleaser sort of. Right. right. Yeah. Yes. And she just goes, yeah, I know. I mean, I grew up the same way. Yes. And also, did you hear her? I went back one time and then that's all I have for them. Like I, I won't re- rewind more than one time. I thought she said, yeah, like, I feel that. Like, she said, I feel that. And then she said to me, like, I grew up the same way. And I thought she said being a loser. No, she said being a people pleaser. Oh, she did. (laughs) I thought she said, I feel that. I grew up the same way being a loser. Oh, my God. That I told that's told in two times, Sarah. That's how what I heard. And so look to the point where I was like. That's you got to turn your closed captioning on. That I is, know. I know. Can you I imagine been. if she would if she would have said, <laughs> "Yeah, I was a fucking loser too," and he would have well, been, "What?" No. Well, does that tell you said, what I think about her? Because I thought that's really what she said, and I was like, "Oh, that's just Morgan for you." I mean, I I totally thought, okay, that makes more sense now. I'm glad we cleared that up. She said, "Being a people pleaser." I just oh. felt that. Um, the sort of lack of acknowledgement of, yes, she obviously, listen, she had obviously very terrible relationship with her dad. Sounds like her dad sucked. I'm really glad she caught him out so that she can not feel less than, although I don't think she's there yet. She said she was healed and that she would help him heal, but I don't think she's, I don't believe her. And I'm, that's not a negative thing towards her. I think she's just got more to work out with that because I, I don't think that she's just like, yeah, cool. No, my dad. Oh, no, no way, dude. Totally cool about it. Like, <laughs> I don't buy that from her. Um, but I just felt that it was a strange moment when he said how he grew up basically in a, you know, all these around all this racism. And she's like, yeah, no, I grew up the exact same way, you know, being a people pleaser. And I thought, well, I think there's a another thing in there for yeah, him that you're rammed. just sort of... Yeah, yeah, glossing over. And I'm not saying that her experience doesn't matter. It just it just felt I would probably acknowledge in that moment that, wow, I don't I guess that's something I can't quite wrap my brain around having to deal with. And I don't know. It just felt no, weird. She, she well, she didn't. It's like Lindy would be like, geez, I don't think Ben is seen or heard right now because I mean, you know, it was just she just jammed over it. And it's the Morgan show. Again, I like her, too. I think it's an age thing. Maybe that's just, again, my shitty opinion. But it's if it's very much he made them. He's made some mistakes and he's never going to dig himself out. And I just want to say he has that dinner set up, the martinis, whatever she comes home. She said at least 11 million times. I had a really bad day. Just like eyeing the whole spread where she was just like, right when she walked in the door, she wasn't feeling it. She was, I'm really tired. I had the worst day. I'm just, but it's like this poor guy can't do anything right. He can't, he's never, no, he can't do anything right. And I felt that, he he put in some effort again. I'm not saying what he has done so far has been good and he's fucked up, but he has apologized. He did. He did try to open up to her 
and it just didn't feel that she cared that much about him opening up. She, she was more concerned that the smoke alarm went off and hopefully that the neighbors won't complain. <laughs> and then she, I mean, she gave him some good advice when she started talking about speak to the child inside you, say you're good enough. And she finally gave him a compliment. Look at all of your achievements. Look at That's what true. you've done. It, 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 finally, she sort of gave him something. It just, she just feels very close. I guess that she's just so closed off to him. When she, when he was saying all, when he was like opening up to her and saying all that, and she's like, you're good enough. And you, you know, she was talking to him like a life coach, not like somebody who actually gives a shit about him. You know, like she doesn't know what he's done, uh, you know, or I, I, she just feels like just very even even though she's closed off. I'm just saying I don't think she'd be very much invested in someone else's personality besides hers anyway. Right. Yeah. It it just felt that she was saying that you got to love yourself. I hated myself for years, but now I love myself and I'll help you get there. And I just didn't feel that there's anything in her that really wants to help him get anywhere. And I it, listen, it's not her responsibility either. And that's fine. Right. Right. This is the two of them are just, they're not a match. I, they, they all went to the meetup afterwards and Pia, we've the new therapist. We see a new expert. Finally, mm-hmm. is this our first time seeing her? Yes. And when they got the little emotion wheel and <laughs> She says, mine started off in the red, you know, humiliated, disrespected, all of it. And I just went, (laughs) oh, Jesus Christ. But I I know that was the the point of the thing. But I just it's so it's just so much happening all the time. I mean, it's I don't know. I feel for her, too. When she was like upset, when she was like, listen, I'm not when they were at the wheel, the wheel get together with the with Pia. Um. She's like, I'm not your bro. I'm your wife. You know, like she's got there's just a lot of things that make her unhappy. I think she sends signals to him. He's responding to them, but they're not what she wants. Yes. He said to her that she looked drippy, which I he obviously is a compliment coming from him, I guess. And I'd like to be called didn't. drippy. I don't I know. I, I don't know what it means. It. And then but she I, goes, oh, yeah, I that's like, super yeah. great. She got real mad. She goes, oh, that's super great. I got called icy by my husband. And I just felt, I think that she's not seeing that she's making it a little more difficult for him to get to what she it is she's saying. Because she, she's not giving him, she's not giving me any signs that she wants him to lay a hand on her. No, and she's not giving me any signs that she wants to be called a beautiful princess either. I mean, I think like, I don't know. I think that'd be funny if he's like, yeah, my wife's hot. She's drippy. Again, I don't know what drippy. I immediately just think of like genitalia. I don't know what it means, but it sounds like it's supposed to be a good thing coming from Ben. I was all into it. And and then she's just mad about everything. It's just, it's just like, it's like a dog. If they keep, you know, getting scolded, they're going to just stop going near that person you know i mean it, he i can't know win. i know and i don't i just think they're just such a they're honestly just such a shitty match i i don't know who they really thought this are. was gonna be a good idea because nothing about it has come off as at all like it's gonna be a good idea and and i think that she's probably a super nice person who works really hard and is when and she's uncomfortable she doesn't like Ben. She doesn't know what to do with this. And then it comes out just in ways that I don't know that 
I would know how to do anything except walk on eggshells around her either if I was him. But I yeah. do feel like he at least tried to open up this episode, at least that, right? Yes, yes. And and he's, I'll tell you, he's a guy who can take a figurative punch because, I mean, he's not been sort of, you know, defensive towards her. Everything she says, he sort of takes it and he's trying to make things better. And again, he's no angel, but they they just don't work. They don't work. And honestly, I hope that I just don't ever want to see them together on camera again. Unfortunately, I saw the previews for next week. and Yeah, and, and it's not going to be good. So I don't, oh, we don't know what he did yet. And um, he doesn't know because she just said, oh, yeah, I don't know. We'll figure out tomorrow. Alexis told me everything, by the way, and then went in and closed the door. This is just... Not, I don't know what he did. And obviously he fucked up and did something. And he probably talked again behind her back or is what it kind of sounded like. Cause she's like, Alexis told me everything. Right. And yeah, um, no, he should not have done that. We, we'll find out next week more. We're in a cliffhanger. If you, this is like a soap opera, it ended with a cliffhanger. And I want to drive off this cliff. I want to plummet. I, I want to Thelma and Louise off this cliff. I don't give a shit. I'm done. I know. But I just also feel that it's, I don't think that the way to handle that is to say, Alexis told me everything and then close the door in someone's face. You have to tell the person. I mean, she even said to camera, like, we'll have a lot to say tomorrow. Well, I mean, just, I guess maybe she needs to cool off. I don't know. I just don't like it anymore. I don't like watching them. I I felt (laughs) like we're both just like, stop, make it stop. He's just, I felt like he cracked his, he did his best to really put together his past and the way he treated her on the honeymoon. And that is all you can ask for someone to do when they screw it up. Now, if he turned around and did it again, I don't know what I'm going to say at this point when we learn next week what this is about. So I can't tell you. I just know, just the pu- check the pulse. They're done. Yeah. Marriage so, yeah. is done. Beep. Beep. Um. Yeah. No more. No more. For no tonight. more. In no fact, more let's for- not talk about them at all t- and anymore tonight. Let's no. talk about Kristen and Mitch. Yes, which, please. He's fun making dinner with that accent. Oh, God. I Kristen oh, is a saint for I not know. just putting duct tape around his mouth, but he does that accent. I <laughs> She was a saint this whole episode, to be honest. She was. I just didn't know until she'd mentioned the whole thing about voices. Like, this is a real thing he does. He's got a whole bunch of them. He like he mm-hmm. likes to be a character. And and mm-hmm. you know what? I didn't see that with our Mitch. I didn't see it. I have to agree. This is not something I expected to be. Of all the issues I thought Mitch was going to bring to the table, it was not wacky accents while he cooks. But here we are. <laughs> and uh, he talks about vinaigrette and... Uh, He's training someone at work and they seem to be having a decent conversation until she starts talking about what she wants to do with her life. And he gets really weird, doesn't listen when she talks about she wants to flip houses uh, after they have babies. She even mentioned a sustainable edge and he didn't even look up. Yeah, like she was like trying to include him. Yeah, he didn't he didn't even fucking make eye contact. I thought the word sustainable, I thought he would be totally in. Yeah. And, and, and instead, he just said, that's great. And then he kind of launched, he said, you know, environmentalism and social justice intersect and housing prices push people out. And 
he says he has a lot of opinions on this and just needs to process it. And I just feel that poor Kristen can't, he just talked about his job and his day. And then she just wants to sort of talk about things that she wants to do. And I couldn't tell at the beginning if he wasn't listening. And then when we went to Carrie Oki and beyond, that's when we found out, well, okay, it's not that he wasn't necessarily listening. It's that he didn't like what he was hearing. So he just acted like a weirdo. He's tough, man. That whole like contrarian, which you brought up um, on after party, just so relevant. Like that is that should be just right next to his name because it doesn't matter what it is. He's against it. And and the, we've talked about this from the beginning. Kristen is she's a fucking saint. OK, she has been trying so hard to mold herself into you know, something he wants. For example, and when she starts talking about the flipping houses, I noted that she worded it. She's like, yeah, I want to, I want to, you know, um, get my California real estate license, flip houses. And she goes like really hit it hard. She's like, I want to take an already standing house. Like she's trying to say to him, I want to recycle houses. Cause now that's how she has to <laughs> fucking talk to him in order for her to feel like maybe he'll go along with it. And I was like, come like, this guy, you know, I mean, he's doing a lot of good, but like he's got to lighten up a little bit and give her a chance to be her. It's gross. I know. And he does. And I, I, it was so funny when I said on After Party that I really liked them as a couple. And Justin was like, what? Because obviously oh. a lot of people haven't said that so far. And I know that when I said it, people were probably going, what? Because I do complain about him on the podcast. And I was nervous that he was going to be there. And he wasn't. I don't know if he listens or not. But you know, I get nervous. We get nervous when we have to face these people. But I've also said over the past few weeks or a couple weeks, whatever it's been, that we do see him improving a lot. Yeah, tonight's episode was, uh, there was a a backwards movement for for us all between that and the shirt. And he he expresses himself. Karaoke was not the place to do it. But when he talks to her, when they talked about being in love and the idea of a married life and it's fulfilling and they have a good thing going and he asked her what scares her about love and she talked about putting it all out, letting down your guard, showing your cards. And she said, she was like, you have to get, you have to be ready to get hurt because my last two stints have ended catastrophically. She, she really wanted to. And that's a word that is when you put that out there, you're like, Ooh, that is, which we know at least the last one. We don't know. I don't know what the one before that she's referring to, but, um, when they have a conversation like that, I guess that doesn't have anything to do with the environment or politics or social justice that he can have that conversation really well. He was was talking about how his parents didn't end on good terms. And that was a significant thing in his life. And he didn't even really realize it. Um, and that they have these good conversations. And then kind of like she said, when, when karaoke meltdown happened and he started launching into why he had a problem with her flipping houses and, and acting her like she's some big land developer or something. Yeah. Um, and she goes, I'm not trying to make you feel better. I was just trying to have a nice time. And that's, <laughs> yes, yes. That's where I see that there's, she, this is, he might make her snap if he keeps doing that kind of shit. And she can't just, she can't have a housewarming party. She can't have a nice time of karaoke without something coming up about all of it. Sarah, the best part 
about karaoke was that fried chicken. It looked delicious. And other than when he started talking about... I didn't about, even notice that. I was uh, so focused on watching her sing Rock and Robin that <laughs> I, I was so uncomfortable. I wanted Alexis to like swoop in and go find the beat, baby. Find the beat. You know, oh, I, man. I didn't even I didn't even pay attention to the actual singing. I think I've just learned to brown that out just for my own personal like self-preservation. I didn't even I didn't even know what song she was. I just I just saw movement like they were supposed to be having fun with a microphone. I just I was focused in on the protein afterwards. Oh, it looked delicious. I didn't, I didn't even notice that. I just I we looked at two different things, but I just yeah. in in general as a person, she was she's fine at karaoke or whatever. I don't. He loved it. He he said it's great to see someone just letting their guard down and doing something they like. And great if if that if he likes it when someone karaoke's, then do it more. But still, he still he seemed to, he still he found a way to ruin it. But nobody looks good doing karaoke except professionals, and then they just look annoying doing it because you're you're like this isn't what it's for. So yeah, I look like yeah. a giant asshole when I do karaoke and I good on her to just be like, I'm going to sing rock and Robin and he's going to, he freestyle rapped. I mean, they were yeah. having fun. They were also, does that, I guess I've never done karaoke where it's just me and one other person in like a soundproof room or something. Usually you have to like get the balls to go up in front of a bunch of strangers, but, um, I've done I've, never, the, I've done the the room with have uh, you? like two other it was like just three of us like two other girls oh. or something. Yeah, they have a lot of those in at least in California and it's oh. fun. It's a way to humiliate yourself without the whole all, all the public well, I was having say, to see like limited humiliation. Um I do just want to say again his use of the word triggered with the flipping houses really annoyed the shit out of me. And it made me start because like like you said, he was talking about like a prices out families. It felt predatory. Um, he used the words unethical and immoral in you know, <laughs> and here she is just like, yeah, I'm you know, creative. I'm in I like into this sort of thing. Like he comes from a place of no. He's a negative Nancy. And I think he's a self-described negative person, right? I think he said that in the past. But mm-hmm. I was like thinking, how could he say these things? I mean, he could go up to her and say, you know, I heard what you want to do. And I love like your passion for doing that. I wonder if there's a way where maybe, you know, even looking at it this way or through a lens like this and still doing it. Like, but he's just shits on everything. And I don't even think he means to do it. I don't think he does either. And that's the only reason I'm not just like tearing into him right now, because I don't think he means to, but he, and, and she tried to say it to him. She's like, listen, I've been listening to about the environmental policy and coastal policy and sustainability with open eyes and arms. And I embrace it. And I just hope you'll give me the same respect for my dreams. And then of course he can't even hear that because he's got to make his point. And he's like, I'm just trying to speak up for things that aren't fair. And when she's like, yeah, I know the world is full of injust. Oh, God, now that sounds like platitude. And it's like, well, it kind of probably is in this moment because she's just trying to talk you off of a off of a tree so that she can have right. a fucking night of fried chicken and karaoke. <laughs> I know. I know. And and then it, this whole this whole him trying to, like, bring up the conversation from the night before ruining the fried chicken and karaoke basically comes down to him saying, I just don't want you to make me feel weird for feeling the way I like. It's all about like, what? 
what are you what right are you doing? it's like you mean the way you just made her feel weird yeah. and, and she even said she's like i just want to be compensated for the fruits of my labor i want to find a home and turn it into a home for someone else uh, look i don't know enough about flipping houses real estate i certainly don't know as much as mitch does about the housing market and this injustice obviously there's a lot of that obviously there's a, a lot of um imbalance in in being able to purchase a home and who can and families being pushed. I get all of it. But I don't think Kristen is trying to come in guns blazing, like right, right. take over an entire neighborhood and, and be like, get out of here. You all the yeah, all you little yeah. poor people. I'm going to build. Home. You know, that's not yeah. what yeah. she's trying to do. So he just is so extreme that he can't see that. And then when he's like you said, he uses these words, how is she not going to be offended when you say inauthentic and you say, uh, would it, what else did it be? Immoral. Yeah. 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 And, and, and she, and even when she said, you know, don't call me inauthentic. He's like, I'm not saying you're inauthentic. I'm saying this thing is, and she's like, are you, she, she sounded like me. She was like, are you fucking gaslighting me right now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> what, what's what the do you, you say the Billy Bob Thornton? Are you fucking with me? Yeah, from <laughs> from Bad Santa when the kid yes. just like keeps asking him questions about being Santa. <laughs> goes, Come on, kid, are you fucking with me? That's what she she was in yes. that moment so yeah. hard, and I. <laughs> and then she takes him to pick trash off the beach uh, two days later, or the date next day. Well, she she's got to eke him out with a a prize. It's like to a kid be good at the grocery store and I'll get you a fucking comic book. Yeah. She has to take him to go pick up trash. So then, then they can have a little picnic and talk about their argument. Yeah. And I mean, she, she just basically said, you know, I, I, we were, we were having fun. I don't understand why I had to take a, such a harsh turn. And she really said, you can't make a generalization about me without having something to back it up. And I kind of stood up off my couch and clapped or well, I, in my head I did really, I just sat there and drank my wine, but <laughs> I but yeah, thought that was yeah. a good thing for her to say, because that is what he did. He made a sweeping generalization about other things going on in the world and he attached them to something she wants to do. And it made her feel like shit and feel like she can't share her dreams with him. So I don't, hopefully he learned a lesson. I mean, if I was a gambling lady, I'd say no, but yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, she told him to to make her, be, he needs to be grateful for being with her so that she doesn't start to resent him. And I think he kind of went, oh, am I not showing you that? Yeah. I mean, it. you know, it's not, when he gets hit over the head two, three, four times, he, it does seem like he starts to listen to her, but I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I, again, I don't, I even going to the like shirt thing and stuff. And uh, I, we don't need, I mean, I don't think he can help himself. He is his own worst enemy. I think he gets in his own way. He's just, he's just a little, sometimes a little bit of a Mitch, the bitch. And, but it's like, I don't think he's a bad guy. He's just a pain in the ass. He is. And he does know it. It doesn't make it okay. When you know right. that you're a pain in the ass, if you keep being a pain in the ass, but at this point, and, and he used the word trigger about that. He said, I, this triggered something in me more than I expected and definitely more than she expected her giving him a shirt. Whereas we all just want to scream. It's just a shirt, just like Keisha kind of did on After Party. And I said, yeah, he's just a contrarian. And Stasha said, he just has this thing. He doesn't want to. 
he wants to make sure he's he's going against the grain, kind of. And is that the right term? Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, he he's got to learn how to get his own uh, get out of his own way because if you can't just put on the shirt and say it doesn't look like something Mitch would wear, and then when you finally agree to it after she tells you that that she's had to ruin the whole joke and tell you. So now she's like, God, I thought we were going to do this funny thing, just like I thought we were going to have fun at karaoke. And here comes Debbie Downer, negative Nancy again. And so she tells him the whole thing. And so then he does wear it, but then he has to change in the middle of the party. I was so (laughs) embarrassed. I was so embarrassed for him. I was embarrassed for Kristen. I was embarrassed for you, for me, for everyone fucking watching those few minutes of television. I was embarrassed for the shirt. I was yes, I was embarrassed for whatever company made the shirt. There was just no one ha- got a good moment out of this. And then when the girls question Mitch changing his shirt, and he goes into this is it diatribe? I don't know about why he doesn't like getting gifts or giving gifts, and he sounds like a crit. I honestly, the only the only little bit of entertainment I got from this whole shirt business was the fact that. Kristen had to go into the bathroom to air quote whisper on a microphone to tell Mitch <laughs> to play play ball. And he's like, I'm not fucking doing it. And then the next scene, he's walking out wearing the shirt. So I don't care if he brought a change of clothes or not. However, she got him to roll up wearing that shirt, I think should be commended. That is true. We need we need a a, a round of applause for her getting just to wear it there. Or just and- to walk it, make an entrance in those stripes. That's all we needed. I don't know. I don't think he understands how much he's his own worst enemy in moments like this, because the fact that you went and changed now made it a bigger deal because everyone sees that you changed. Now everyone's going to ask you why you changed. And then you're going to have to launch into, yes, the, the long monologue about, I don't want to be forced to do things and it's materialistic. And, and she's like, it's a shirt. So I, I don't, think that he understands that he made the whole thing such a bigger deal. And even Kristen was like, yeah, we can't act like it's not a big deal because it's a thing. You wouldn't wear it. I had to ruin the surprise. You brought a change of shirts after agreeing to wear it. You're the one making it a thing, not the rest of us. Yeah, Mitch had to bring a carry-on, a, a, a diaper bag with his change of clothes to the get-together because he had a, t- a, a mantrum, which I love that you got that out <laughs> on After Party, Coda. Uh. I was so excited to be able to say mantrum because I oh think I coined, I, I know I didn't coin it, but I just, I did for this podcast you anyway. Coined, yeah, you coined it for like a, me and the rest of our little universe. Yeah, you <laughs> totally fucking coined it. Um, Can I also say he, he, he bitched and moaned, but he wore the wifey t-shirt a lot. That's true. Well, I mean, I don't know. listen, I understand you and I have had a conversation on other Patreon episodes about like what, how you don't like to receive gifts. And I, and I'm just, please bring them on. I love receiving <laughs> gifts, but he obviously has anxious. this. I know yeah. he has a thing. So is Mitch. He has a thing with being given something, but he launches into it's materialistic. And, um, and what else did he say? I, it was just all these things that he was talking about environmentally friendly and all this. And I'm like, but you wear clothes every day. Yeah. So yeah. this is just another piece of clothing. She didn't give you 65 shirts and say, I actually took these out of little poor people's hands because they didn't look as good in them as you do. So right. I actually ripped this from a a, a man who was uh, laying on the street and this is the only shirt he had on his back. I ripped it out of his hands and I gave it to you, Mitch. That's not what happened. She just bought him another shirt. 
one. Although I think Mitch would like that scenario a little bit more that you just came up with because <laughs> it would mean they were reusing the shirt, you know, repurposing a shirt. That's what they should have done, gotten one striped shirt so that then each of the guys could come out of the bathroom at a different time in the evening wearing just the one shirt. I think Mitch would have been totally <laughs> fine with that. But <sighs> I wasn't there to to lead the way. So You weren't. I mean, Pia really tried i think to well, that get to the bottom gal. <laughs> i mean it, you know first time seeing her and and you know i was thinking this this season they're just a i again I like them all there's no real monsters or anything i'm not you know we try to fuck around get some laughs but it's like i they're all just a problem like they just feel like if i was pia walking in i'd be like you know what i think i'd like to start this position in season 16 do you guys mind <laughs> i gotta look at them they were a lot of them were wearing the same shirts one of them wasn't they just seemed real down in the mouth and um i, I wasn't getting a good vibe so i'm gonna say no thank you to this season Yes, I don't. I wouldn't have blamed her because she's just going. Uh, this is a union, and Kristen feels like she's losing herself. Mitch, you're gonna have to listen to that. And Kristen has every right to say, "I like nice things. I worked hard for them, and whatever." But just don't ever buy it. You know what? Don't ever buy him anything again. Just buy when you have the inkling or the inkling. I don't yeah. know. When you have the itch to go buy him something, go buy yourself something instead. Yeah, and just don't tell him. I feel I feel like if this relationship is going to work, it's going to it's going to be because they're going to have to keep some Kristen's going to have to keep some shit to herself. And not in a deceitful way, but if she like she wants to go shopping, she wants to treat herself to a a a, a pedicure with all brand new water in the foot tub and whatever, she's going to have to keep some secrets. She that's that's good. That's our advice to you, Kristen. And also, if uh, he keeps acting like this, I say you can go to dameproducts.com. This is a sponsor that we have for this season. I am launching right into our sponsorship for the season with Dame Products, D-A-M-E Products.com, where you can get 15% off with code MYPODCAST, all one word, not case sensitive. And they have some real fun toys on there. They sent both Mary and I a couple, and we have told you from the beginning that we would be honest about how we like them, and we both like them a whole bunch. A whole bunch. And I'll, I'll listen, if Mitch doesn't like gifts, Kristen, get yourself a gift, okay? Because this, these are gifts that keep giving, don't they, Kuda? Particularly, they sure do. <laughs> particularly, I will say, the Eva, which is... Mention as it can be used uh, as a, a vibrator for couples, but can also be used as it is hands-free for a vibrator just on your own time, having a nice time, and you'll have, have a nice afternoon. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. I've used it that way because my husband's out of town and I have used it that way. I'll use it when he's back as well. I'll see what it's like to do it as a couple. Uh, the Air was the other product they sent us, which is a little suction guy right for your <laughs> hoo-ha. And it... <laughs> Uh, simulates oral sex, basically. And I'll tell you what, does a nice job. So go on in there. Yeah. They uh, they put you in a good mood. It's a relaxing product and uh, fun for couples, fun for solo, fun for all, and waterproof. Waterproof to boot. Yep. Yep. So Dameproducts.com, 15% off with my podcast. And now that we're talking about sex, should we talk about Nate and Stasha? 
Um, yes, I think we should. I think segues were just we're born with them, aren't we? I love it. <laughs> really? Um, listen, that conversation that they had in the hot tub where she wanted to know what his spectrum of love was. Oh. They showed it on after party. I was very glad to be there with her on after party so that I could hear her thoughts after seeing all these clips back. But when he, she's like, where are you on the spectrum of love? And he's like, I'm like a four out of 10. And she's like, what? And he goes, yeah, like, or like 40 out of a hundred as if that's better. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like he was like, oh, she doesn't get it. Let me, let me throw it out there for 40 out of a hundred. You failed the test. Yeah. In fact, that actually sounds worse to me. And it just sounds further away. Um, So obviously she didn't like that answer. He's in his head. I, I really yeah. meant what I said on after party is that I th- I I don't I think he's in. I just think he's in his head. I, I I mean I wanted to be with her after I saw that shower scene with the with the two of them. Yes. So there's he's talking about I want to be more realistic because then there's more upside potential. Like I think he's so afraid of just diving in right now and then if something goes wrong that he said too much too soon is that's the vibe I'm getting or something. Yeah. I think that makes sense. Listening to you right now makes me wonder if, you know, cause even she has said in the past, she knows she intimidates men. I mean, she, Stasha has her shit together. She's, mm-hmm. she is a, a catch. She's a 10 out of 10 in my book. I'm, I'm at a 10 for you, Stasha, but, um, but maybe his, being in his own way or get it getting out of his own head is because he really knows if he lets himself, this one's going to sting. You know, it's not Megan, that little blonde that was wandering around at the, where she's, I mean, this is a real <laughs> We're deal. still on the lookout for her. Where is she? Yeah, yeah I know. Search where? party for Megan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he, I mean, he joked that he felt like an asshole when she said she was at an eight and asked if her feelings were hurt. But he was like, I don't want to get overexcited or be a robot. And that's kind of when I thought he's just holding back because when he keeps saying that, well, there's more potential for growth if I don't say too much now and I don't want to get overexcited. And um, and I and then did they bring up something about her? Did did you say something like, well, you told me that words don't have enough meaning, and so I'm trying to do actions, but then when I do actions, you don't think they're enough? That was a part of this, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, look, the, the problem here for him was I felt that she, and I said it to her, I said, I'm glad that you're watching this back and see, like, it just seems like she got her feelings hurt in the hot tub, and she carried that all the way through to the hangout with Pia and she was still there and she was still upset and disappointed and just, she, and, and uh, to her credit, she said, I was just telling Pete about the week. Right. I, I wasn't right. Bes- saying right now, but he, he was like, no, no, no. You said, I feel not felt. I mean, he really listened to everything she said in that moment. And he was like, fuck this. And he was paying attention. Yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. And I, I did understand where he was coming from in that moment of him saying, I mean, I was a little shook when he was like, well, you want emotions. You got emotions. How, how do you like it? And I was just like, ooh, he's mad. Yeah, he was mad. Yeah. yeah. And she kept her cool, which is, um, I think Admirable actually, to me. It is. And I actually think I said this to her uh, and, I, and it wasn't, um, you know, there's obviously you recorded after party two. Not everything gets to make the cut because it's a quick show. So quick. But I said yeah. something like that to where like that is an important thing in marriage to, in my opinion, or any relationship, even friendships. 
is that when one person is losing their cool that you try to maintain yours because right. you don't both need to, then it turns into all, all out nonsense, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's very beneficial when at least one person can keep their shit together, you know, and hence why I'm in an eight year relationship. It's not me. <laughs> it's the other guy, <laughs> but no, I mean, she really, really does keep her cool. And, you know, I think when they did get together with, that Dr. Pia and she said all those things. I mean, it's also, she sort of said at the end, it was like, you know, there's a therapist here, right? Like I'm trying to, I'm trying to sort of get the most out of this experience, but yeah, that still didn't make it feel good for him. Certainly. No, I, I felt that this episode kind of showed a, a, an arc of her just trying to get something out of him. Uh, you know, they were talking in the kitchen and she was talking about, um, I'm not putting you on a timeline. I think that was in the kitchen, right? When they were, um, when they cooking. did they go the cooking thing. Yeah. Or, oh, yeah. yeah. Or maybe it was that, I don't, it was, I forget, but it, however it was that conversation, I just, they had the same conversation like six times this episode. So I'm getting mm-hmm. confused as to when they had it. But again, she was like, how do you know when you're in love? Can you say it? And are you mad at me for asking you? And, and, you know, just, it just felt like she kept trying to get him to say something. Right. And he was like, this isn't, oh yeah, it was in the kitchen. Cause they were making dinner and she's like, is this our first argument? He says, no. And she's like, do you think I'm trying to attack you? He's like, no, but I feel manipulated. And then she was pissed about that. And it just felt like she was, she kept trying to get him to say like, no, I love you. And then again at dinner. And then of course he's busts out with, I like you, which wasn't great, but yeah. I mean, if you said to me, Sarah, oh yeah, I like you. I'd be like, fuck off. I have other (laughs) friends, you know? I mean, like I've, I just, (laughs) I feel like that you can't do that. That's kindergarten and only kindergarten. Can you say that? Um, I, Stasha wants, and she even said that, like, she wants things to be measurable. And I think that, again, she's very successful. She she can measure her success through her wealth and income and property and all these things. And when she heard four out of 10 in the hot tub, that's very measurable. I mean, those are some fucking numbers are not great. I think right. that she just she's she needed more like she's just want just asking him anything she could to get him to say something that would make her feel okay that okay maybe he's a little closer to where i thought he was and i and i think it was just insecurities and also i don't you know yeah no i agree and and i think you know she got upset when he said he felt manipulated i could see why he felt manipulated i i do not think in any way shape or form that was her intention no it no. It, it it felt like she was trying to pull pull she's she's not okay with his answer being one thing and then she wants a different answer so she keeps asking yes. and that is going to wear on him and i do believe that she saw that this episode and 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 after party she seemed really aware of what all that meant so Hopefully they can now she can just relax a little bit. He's going to not everyone's on the same exact plane as far as how they want to express themselves, you know? Yeah, no, you're right. And honestly, I think these two, if they're ever just even getting close to what feels like an argument, hop in the shower. We've seen that they work really well together in the shower. I feel like they could avoid (laughs) every conflict 
this like moving forward if they just soaped up and just you know i liked it when she said to or or he said he asked her if she's afraid of him not being in love with her and she says yes and he says well why didn't you just say that it was like oh i mean because really she didn't want to that that's that'd be that's a very vulnerable direct thing to say and and you know i would i can totally see why you wouldn't say that but I'm glad he kind of got there and then she was able to sort of get him that answer. And I think that probably cleared up a lot, whether about the manip- if he was thinking about that she was manipulating him, stuff like that. He was like, oh, OK, no, you just need to hear this from me. Right. And I, I know they talked about his past relationship and he said that it was pretty toxic and he just because she said something about it. Well, I you weren't in love with your last one, but it's like, well, that's not. That's not you, right? So she can't worry that whatever happened in his last relationship is going to be how they play out because it just sounds like that just wasn't the right relationship. But I don't know. I I, I think there was a hole that was just being dug and then it just kept going and it just felt like that the whole episode, it just crashed at the end there when I, I felt like I saw it coming by the end that he was yeah. going to have yeah. that reaction. Yeah, I mean, he really, um, he basically, when he was like, I don't think it's me anymore. It's a you thing. It's a YP, a, a you problem that I, I was like, oh, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, because he did say, I can't keep repeating myself. And um, it, I don't want to have to keep proving myself to you. And I, I guess, I don't know if we heard him say it, but he said in this episode that I told you the one thing I want is to not, you know, feel like I have to prove myself or something like right, that. He, right. he said something along those lines. So I don't know. It was it was uncomfortable to watch, but it feels like they both or she for sure got something out of it. And it, hopefully he did, too. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I have my fingers crossed for them. I really do because I can see it. And I know I've been, you know, I've really been driving the but the Nate is fake bus, but I even feel like this episode, I saw more of a real person coming Mm. out. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Did you? I did. I'm a lady who could admit when she's wrong. Um, (laughs) I might, I might wait till, you know, 50 (laughs) minutes into the podcast, but I can usually, uh, I can usually get there. And um, I, you know, we still could see some turns. I just felt that the the what was on his shoulders during all of this, it, it was actually that he said something like, I need my wife to believe in me. And I told you, I need you to believe in me. So whatever that is, uh, him not feeling, honestly, Mary, he'd probably like to talk to you about this because for some reason, sometimes people don't believe in him or trust his authenticity. And he's got yeah. a fucking chip on his shoulder about it. And I don't blame him. But yeah. maybe there's a reason people don't. I don't know. Maybe he has to. Well, maybe that is a him problem. It might be a him problem, Sarah. And I think, you know, I think you're onto something. I think Nate and I would have a nice conversation about this because I think I could have gotten him to, to tonight's uh, episode a little sooner if he had just shown a little bit more of himself and shown shown a little bit of, of, of personal, true feelings and emotions. I think that uh, Dr. Pia wouldn't have a job right now and I'd be out there having a wine 
on the back patio thinking Mitch is dumb because he changed his shirt. And it, anyway, maybe, probably not. But you're right. Nate's my problem. <laughs> it was a real spiral that you just It took. really was. Well, you know, yeah. it doesn't take much for me. Do you want to go on to Alexis and Justin? Um, yes, I do. I mean, a lot obviously happened with all these couples during this episode, and we only have so much time, but that's why we will go over to Patreon and keep talking. But um, Can't stop, won't stop. You know, they are, as I told him right to his face, not looking great. Um, <laughs> Which was... <laughs> Honestly, honestly, one of my favorite parts. Did you say, did he, and he said, why? And did you say, like, have you seen, or you should watch the show? That might have been my favorite part of After Party. I'm not even kidding. It was so funny. I think Justin, he he was an entertaining guy. I think he he tries to, uh, yeah, he tries to, like, what? What do you mean? And he knows. I mean, he said it himself this episode in After Party a lot. He's like, I don't feel that she was really she's really ready right now but i'm i mean he said he's optimistic so i'm not but i'm not either i don't <laughs> i mean the only times that i enjoy them is when they're when they are laughing like when they showed them dancing in the kitchen on after party that was cute yeah when he told her that he lost his virginity at 20 and she laughed in his face and called him a late bloomer but <laughs> he laughed along with it he's like i was trying to wait for marriage and um but then they have a nice conversation, right? He's like, I was in love with this girl, but she dogged me. And she was like, why did he do that? And and he talks about how he was a yes man and let her take advantage of him. And she gets very sweet. And she's like, oh, baby, I hate that. And she gets, they have these really sweet moments. And then they just, is it communication? Is it? I don't know where the breakdown happens because I, that's the one thing. Because I, I do, again, like them both, think they both have great intentions. I do think Alexis is just a really, really good communicator. And I think the reason she's a good communicator is because she's a very good listener because every time they talk, she'll reiterate something he said and then ask a question to, to dig a little deeper, uh, you know, on something he just said. And I think he, he might not be able to keep up with her or something. And I only say that because I felt that like that with Mark before in my past where I, when Justin sort of broke down tonight, it was like, I just, I, I, I have a hard time. And then I just, it's like, I can't argue. I can't win. And I shut down. And I just think she's a really good communicator compared to him. Yes. Yeah. When he kind of spiraled out uh, when they were talking to Pia, um, I felt that because I do I'm a good communicator, but if I don't feel misun- if I don't feel understood in a moment, yeah. then I'm not. I I do I do adjust and I completely shut down. So I get where he's coming from, where he's like, forget it, they're just not going to understand anyway, and I will do that, and then and nobody will even know what they did wrong. So that's fun for everybody. Um, <laughs> but I can understand where that comes from. I mean, I just thought it was interesting when they talked about love. It made me think of last week because when she said if it was, she asked him if it was possible to fall out of love and he said, yeah. And then she's like, God, it's so hard when you love someone. It's like, it's hard for it to go away. Basically saying like, when I fall in love, I feel love deep. And then I thought, well, then me, I guess you really shouldn't have told him you love him on the honeymoon. Like Mary mentioned last week. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, because because now we know she just meant I love him. I'm not in love, but he was dancing around. And I thought, oh, God, you two are just having because then, you know, he asked her, can you tell me how much you love me right now? And they were talking on that picnic and stuff. And mm. she said no, because she needs a security back. 
after the thing with the dog where he didn't, he was too vague and didn't tell her things about his dog that she thought she should have known and whatever. I, I do feel that they both fucked up in that situation still, but it is what it is now. Now that you just said that, that may, I didn't even like put that together that like, she's like, oh, how, you know, it's so hard. Like you basically, yeah, that she can't fall out of love because she loves so hard. But then he's like, do you love me now? And she says, no. I mean, that's sort of a mixed signal. I mean, because yeah. she she's, hasn't, has she come out and said, I love you. I'm not in love with you. I think she no, said I that think- to other people. But yeah, he probably him. found out when he watched last week's episode. Oh, <laughs> man. Collar pull. Can you imagine? That would be so fucking tough to watch this. After I know. Oh, I can't God. even imagine. Um, um, one quick thing was, um, we know what else is fun? A hookah. Did she have a hookah on their couch? Yeah. When they were, which I, oh, that, you know, it's, if I'm not looking at fried chicken, I'm looking at a hookah. I'm looking at whatever's <laughs> going into somebody's mouth. It just draws my attention. I just want to bring that out. Yeah, I I don't really I don't think I've ever have you ever done used a hookah? Yeah, I went to a hookah bar one time, but again, I, hate I was that word I realized now that we've said it three times. Well, when you said hookah, is it hookah? Whatever. Yeah, I'm going to stop saying it. The point is someone passed me that thing and and like any lady who doesn't care about her own health, and this was years ago, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'll have a suck of that, and I definitely did, and it was because I'm I'm a a long time person who would smoke anything so anyway <laughs> i'm just saying maybe maybe someday I'll, well we'll again a hookah, a hookah bar another point another time that it would have been nice if you could have been there and to sit in between them and you could have enjoyed that with them but yeah um i think she said something that struck me when they were talking about how she said she needs this confidence back that she had on the honeymoon where she felt like no matter what, you know, my guys got me or how she didn't say it that way. I'm summing it up, but, um, she, she did say that she accepts things at face value. So she would have thought that he was lying to her about Maya instead of just that he didn't share certain information because she doesn't, that's how she looks at things. Whereas he's just like, I didn't think of it in the moment. So I just didn't say it or I didn't think it related to this. Right. Right. So that seems to be a real disconnect in their relationship overall. And that's without the dog situation, without anything else. It's like, she thinks he needs to have all these. I mean, they talked about it last week with their housewarming. So I don't know. They just, the communication is, is off. Like you said, she is a good communication person, but he's just, I don't know. He looked panicked when when she started talking about how she's just putting in. Well, they had the conversation about dating versus marriage, and she said she needed to be married because she usually runs. And I just thought, well, that's not why you get married, though. Yeah, yeah. So you can trap yourself. <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah, yeah. It's I, yeah. I mean, it's not. I, I feel like Mitch said that or something this season too. I'm like, does everyone think they have to go on married at first sight now just to stay in a relationship? Because I, I, first of all, their odds, you know, their percentages aren't great. So Mm-mm. try something else. But I, he just, he just kind of looked panicked when she started saying, "Look, you can't relate to me." as a person who runs, I don't need you to relate to me. I don't need you to try to wear my shoes. Like I need you to just understand me. And that again is really good communication, right? Like, yeah, I'm not asking for you to be in my shoes. I'm just asking you to understand my position. And he just kind of looked like a deer in headlights. Like, I don't even, (laughs) 
Well, yeah, I mean, in in theory, again, very good communicator. I'm a runner. You're a stayer. Listen, you don't have to put yourself in my shoes. Just hear me. Just know that I'm going to sprint the fuck away from you when when things are tough, which, again, that's not what she was saying. But if he is not a runner, he is a stayer and he can't sort of maybe relate to it hearing her tell him that isn't gonna make it feel okay you know what i mean i don't know i just i it's just like you wonder he looks scared shitless i mean she basically (laughs) was like hey you'll never understand what it's like but i'm you know her her toes are pointed toward the door yeah yeah they are um that's a way that's a indication you want to leave just so you Mm -hmm. guys know it's you can go back into our patreons i believe it's conversation enders and yeah you'll you'll find that anyway um (laughs) That, well, when they were talking to Pia and she, she was really articulate about the things that she wanted to say, like, this is, um, you know, when he said he's not bringing trauma into this current relationship and I have his tough skin so I can be, you know, so I'm prepared, but but I'm also protected, even though he is very sensitive, but I get what he means. He is guarded and like shuts down in other ways. Um, when she said that I feel like I'm paying for things I didn't even do because the way you get defensive, that that's just, that hit me in my core. I almost turned into Lindy, which she did at the end of this episode, by the way. Uh, when, when she said, when you give up on me and shut down, you're not helping me help you help us. And Lindy went, mm, 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 mm. Oh, oh, I can't do the snap, Sarah. It makes me fucking mad. Where did that come from? Like, oh, sna- snaps. Snap, snaps. And no, and I, I'm no offense. I've seen Keisha do it on after party. She didn't do it on this one. And I, I'm sure she doesn't listen to this podcast. And if she does, I, I love you and I'm sorry. But oh, snaps. I'll just give some get the fuck out of my face with snaps. Oh, uh, especially with the Lindy. I just, oh, I can't when people are just like, mm, yes, yes. Mm. Say it again. Say it again. It's like, all right. Um, I'd rather someone but, do the Arsenio and be like, oh, 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 if they were like behind, like really into something, like, oh, snap. It's like so fucking pretentious and whatever. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> now I'm triggered. Call me you Mitch, are but I'm, fi- I'm yeah. real triggered with the snaps. Well, it was just, look, I honestly have no idea what happened in that conversation other than the, the smart things that Alexis said because he was spinning out so hard that I had no idea what anyone was talking about. And I'm sure I don't think Pia did either by the end of that. Yeah. So she she I, looked scared a couple of <laughs> times when they panned over. It was almost good that it ended with Lindy just snapping and saying, because I didn't, I was like, okay, does that mean this is over? Snaps. I'm going to snap at the end of this episode. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't feel great. About them. About them? No, no of course no, not. No. No. Is that and it? Do you have anything else to I add? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think now that you did the snapping, I just want to talk shit about no, not really. I want to talk no. about Lindy and Miguel because yeah. I feel like his friend was really digging there, wasn't he? Like Miguel had his buddy over on their balcony. Yeah. And I didn't realize okay, so his buddy asks him. And this is like post after the housewarming party that we saw last week, his buddy's like, hey, you know, I'd like to I want like to share an honest moment with you. Um, 
and he tells Miguel about how Lindy got really emotional about the healthcare thing. And his buddy was like, yeah, that really turned us off of her. She was a wet blanket. And I didn't re I, when I watched, when I watched it last week, I thought they were kind of on her side that Miguel wouldn't, Oh, he doesn't want to give you health insurance. Like I'm confused. Or was I just alone with that? No, I didn't see the reaction that he gave. Um, yeah. It, I didn't see them. I didn't feel like they reacted that way in that moment. They more talked about what Miguel kind of needs and basically took digs at him and said, he's not funny. So yeah. I'm not sure that I realized that they had that reaction. I was kind yeah. of, it was confusing. Yeah. Cause he, and, and he wouldn't let it go. He was like, she's a little Jekyll and Hyde. And when does the other shoe drop? And Miguel said, yeah, I mean, I told her that. And she said it was a slip up and she's really sorry. Because I think he was referring to the way she screamed about how he wouldn't pick her up if she was underneath a bus or something. Um, <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't call a doctor to lift the car even, off my body. You would just leave me there to die. Um, <laughs> so I'm what my guess is from that, because I felt the same sort of disconnect you did, is that they were there all night and there were that there was more conversation. Multiple. That she yeah, yeah, that's what I'm guessing. I'm just guessing that we didn't see everything that all the interactions and that that guy left going, wow, one minute we'd have fun. And then one minute she would scream. Why doesn't he want me to see a doctor ever? Right, right. That's a really valid point. You're probably right. It, it, they they can't capture it all. And um, <laughs> I guess if we, we can gamble and we would win if we said that Lindy would not shut up about that that night i'm sure i'm sure it was a big especially if drinks were flowing right well true to form mm -hmm. she asked him what it takes for him to fall in love <laughs> before he could even finish what he <laughs> let's go ahead let's go ahead and do it you be you you be miguel i'll be lindy i'm gonna ask you so um what does it take for you to, to fall in love, Miguel? Well, I, I always feel like I fucked this up, Sarah. My, is there something specific I'm supposed to say? No, we're just playing a <laughs> oh, game. Oh, we're just playing. Do it again. Okay, do it again. Sorry. Okay, do it again. Um, okay, so Miguel, what do you feel like it takes for you to fall in love? You know, I'm not sure. Yeah, just no, I know. Me too. Yeah, same for me. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Uh, do, it, do it one more time. <laughs> Miguel, what does it take for you to fall in love? Just time, probably. Yeah, time. Just time. <laughs> me too. No, I know. Me too. Same. That's it's my favorite. <laughs> and then she launched into, again, I mean, she must be, like, she must have been a monster in a previous relationship or something. Because all she did was talk about we need you need to see the worst part and hating that part of them and then bringing it back to the good part. <laughs> Isn't that what love is? Because when you really just oh, when someone's like oh my god, that person's a crazy nightmare. But then you're like oh, but there is ten percent good or there's ninety percent or maybe it was ten anyway. And then you're like oh, but you got to see my crazy. If you don't see my crazy, then I don't know how Whoa. we're gonna make it. And it's like oh, we see you're crazy. I this this girl's head spins there's no question that she fucking 
flips out and I, exactly like what you said she must have been such a fucking monster in the past <laughs> that that literally she and and if i hear the word grace one more fucking oh. time i'm just i'm human and i hope that there will be grace this if i'm listen i may fucking come at you and try to beat the shit out of you and <laughs> smear fecal matter on the walls i just want there to be grace okay miguel i'm human <laughs> And until you see me, you know, shoving loaves of bread in my mouth and then fucking running around naked, you're not going to be able to truly love me. Okay. Until I push you in front of an actual moving car. I mean, she's just, it's a lot. It is a lot. I just don't, I don't get it. She's, she really is. I mean, I think he's already said it a couple times to her that she's talking about scenarios that haven't even happened yet and she did it again with Pia where she's just like I just was telling the girls like I just really want him to see like my crazy <laughs> but like I, I but I don't do it because I respect him but you know if he doesn't see my crazy I don't know what's gonna happen to my crazy and I just I don't know what she's talking about I think she's such a lovely girl I just don't she know is. I don't understand what she's talking about because he was even he even said well, yeah, there's grace, but okay. So what are you saying that um, if I betrayed you, you would just give me grace however many times? He was kind of trying to say to her, that's not really how it works. You can't just assume that everything someone does is going to be fine right? because you have not- grace. Right. Yeah. And and she was like, oh, I guess I better get out the notebook of all the Lindy's fuck ups or whatever, because I guess you got a big <laughs> list of them. And he's just like, what? Uh, I, I I mean, base, the, that whole thing of her she's like i want to act out i want to be able to be an asshole when i'm upset and i want you to love me unconditionally and i'm not going to check myself or reel my behavior back out of respect for you as my partner you just have to deal with me you just have to love me for whom i am all the crazy and you know you benefit in the sack or blah 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 and she just she she it's just a very immature Someone told her once, like, oh, true love is when someone loves the 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 worst part about you. Like somebody that she looked up to said that or she read it in a book. And unfortunately for all of us, um, we now have to pay the price for that. I mean, paying a deep price too. Not the same price Miguel is paying, but mm-hmm. I I have we've discussed this before. Lindsay from last season had a had a lot of this. I know people like this. I've known people like this in my life who are like, I just want someone who can like reel me in and like, put no, you're the adult. Reel yourself in. When you yeah. meet someone that is that, yes, do I love that my husband um, still loves me after watching me have a ridiculous PMS meltdown about the dumbest thing and not even at him just by myself in a room or whatever? Yes, that's great. But am I ask? Am I warning him that I'm going to do that six days a week? And but and is that cool? Because ninety percent of the time, our relationship is successful. I'm not going to throw it away for a lousy <laughs> bad ten percent. <laughs> oh man, the worst ten percent in history. But still, it's only ten percent. I, I just, I don't understand exactly where I, I, I don't understand what she's trying to say. I, I feel like if she hasn't let Lindy out yet, maybe 
we should all be scared. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, Sarah, I think that is the case. I mean, and she's kind of implied, you know, like, oh, yeah, we're just, you know, wait, wait till you see me at my worst or that's when we're really going to connect. And and if if we haven't seen it yet, I'm a little I am nervous. I'm nervous for everyone. I'm nervous per production. I honestly, they should sign waivers. Very much so. Because on top of that, when she started telling Pia she wanted him to see her angry inner child and and basically she has spent this entire episode saying, I just want you to let me know it's cool if I can be a raging asshole a whole bunch of times, but that you love me so much, it's going to be fine. And oh, sure. But that's not, it's not a negotiation. It's just like when you are with someone for life, at some point, you know that they're going to act like an asshole and that you're either just going to go, whatever, or you're going to have a conversation about it, or maybe you're going to have an argument about it. And that's it. You don't plan ahead and say, well, we're going to the airport tomorrow and I really, really want to have a hangry meltdown. Are you not going to let me? Like, it's not. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like she's trying to like pay, uh, get a get out of jail free card or give like a coupon, yes. an asshole coupon. Like, hey, listen, I know there's a couple big moments coming up in the next couple of weeks. I'm just going to cash these in now so you have them. You know they're coming, but you can't fucking get mad at me about it. It's like, no, that's not the way it goes. No, it is. Um, my head spins. I know her spins <laughs> constantly, but every time she opens her mouth, <laughs> my head truly spins between her going from... You know, I think it's great that Miguel won't say that he's going to be with me after decision day to why isn't Michelle Miguel say that he's going to stay with me after decision day? Like she flips in the moment, you know, she did that on the honeymoon and, 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 and now this stuff and the health insurance, I don't know. I just, she's, she makes me feel tired. She seems like my, a real sweet girl. Yeah. <laughs> just preach. Grace. Mm. Preach. Ugh, I don't no, know. Thank you. I, no, thank you. Yeah, I don't. Again, sweet girl. Um, yeah, in her yeah. head for sure. And and I and I, it's almost she's trying to talk him out of this marriage in some ways. Is what she doesn't realize that she's doing. Uh, just like I think Stasha's pushing Nate a little bit too much at at certain times, which she obviously realized tonight. I think Lindy's like basically trying to kick Miguel out the door and to see if he'll come back. She's doing like a really long, boring version of the conversation. Like, oh, if I got into a car accident and was burned to the point of not being recognizable and had no arms and legs, would you still love me? I mean, she's like trying to get him to commit to the worst possible scenario that even people in a 30 year love loving marriage would probably have you know what i mean but like he, i think she's, she's i think she's trying to find out if she set him on fire to a point where he was unrecognizable would he still love her that's what she's trying that's to find what she's out. yeah she's doing it wrong <laughs> she yeah she's all mixed up and and poor miguel i mean i bet uh. you she is a real dynamo in the sack though i bet <laughs> you he's just having a really good time where he at first he'd be like annoyed with her but now he's just kind of like oh it's lindy because she's just really on top of everything down there yeah he's definitely thinking with uh with his 
penis penis his peen peen yeah his peen this mm-hmm. this Wednesday nights really wear me out guys um I know me okay too. well we're gonna let's traipse on over yeah we'll hop on over to Patreon we've kept you guys for a while here we know it we do have more to say we always do and we're gonna go over to Patreon and keep saying it and that's why we're doing this bonus content because we got more thoughts. So join us if you can over there. And um, if you can't, otherwise we'll see you next Thursday and don't forget. I'll also be on next Thursday's after party. So or next Wednesday's after party. That is obviously. Um, So I'll be on that episode too, for whatever reason I lucked out and got into. So that's exciting. They lucked out Kuda. They lucked out. That's right. Love you, girl. Love you. Bye. Bye.